is the What Are We Doing podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. My name's Levi McCurdy, and this morning, I just got adjusted. Yep, I went to the chiropractor. You heard it here first. It's breaking news, okay? You know what else is breaking news? We haven't been together since April 1st, April Fool's Day. Unfortunately, it was not a joke, okay? We know every April Fool's, every company's got to have something, you know, like Little Caesars put the corn on the pizza, ha <laughs> ha And, you know, I think like like a soda company came out with like a, a deep fried chicken flavored soda. That's hilarious. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's April... It's April Fool's Day, and it's just another excuse for the social media manager who you have in-house who you should fire and hire an agency for half the price you for them to post on Facebook and Instagram and come up with a cute idea and run it by HR, and sometimes the ideas go viral. Like, to the point where, you know, when Google does something and then, you know... It becomes a multi-billion dollar like Pokemon uh, iPhone app. You know, it's crazy what happens with April Fool's Day jokes. But we posted, the podcast posted on uh, on our Instagram and our Facebook, all of our socials. If you haven't followed the What Are We Doing podcast on Facebook and Instagram, do so. And all you have to do, listen, it's really easy. Either you can search for what are we doing podcast on your perspective, you know, apps, whichever ones you have. Some people don't have Twitter. Some people don't have Instagram. Some people don't have Facebook. Whatever you're comfortable with on your phone, go to that app, search the name. And if the app, much like mm, YouTube, doesn't uh, bring us up when you search our name right away, what you can do is always go to WAD, W-A-W-D, pod pod wadpod.com com backslash facebook twitter youtube instagram and guess what it'll redirect you and take you to those those pages it's kind of like you know our own custom link tree and so wadpod.com backslash links you'll find anything and everything you need there uh, so if you get lost along the way, if you haven't followed us on uh, Instagram, TikTok, our TikTok's kind of doing good. Did we get a thousand? Did we get a thousand on TikTok? I was going to make a huge, th- I'm, well, I'm still going to make a huge thousand video once we hit a thousand on YouTube, baby. We are so close. We are so stinging close. Yeah, we did. We're at like a thousand thirteen. So we're well over a thousand now followers on TikTok. Thank you to you 1,000 lovely faces who have joined us over there. Thank you, TikTok. Uh, If you haven't followed us on TikTok, uh, you can find links to that in the description down below. Um, So anyways, back to the original. We got a comment on one of our videos, uh, like, you know, obviously, I guess about a week ago. About a week ago now, because we didn't obviously cover this on last week's episode. So it's been about a week. I've been kind of festering, and honestly, it's probably not good for my mental well being, but honestly, um, I haven't responded to the comment. I'm leaving it in my YouTube studio app as the only non responded. I've responded to every comment. Every single one left by me, my friends, people, subscribers, non-subscribers, Trump fans, boomers, whoever commented on my videos, I've responded or at least liked or hearted. And in YouTube's eyes, that means responding 
I've I've have nothing in my I haven't responded to column except for this one comment. And it comes to us from I guess I don't I don't remember this man. I don't remember. I'm assuming his gender. I'm sorry. It's his name's Corbin. Uh, so I'm assuming man, but you know, whatever. It's 2023. Who knows? Liquid Death still hasn't called, so we'll be, you know, standing by the phone, I guess. Hopefully they'll call during this episode. Um, so Corbin last week left us a comment, and this unfortunately has led us to a very important podcast update. Um, and, you know, we've taken Corbin's comment to heart, and ultimately we've decided... Um, we've decided that we are going to probably end this podcast, uh, and after, you know, the next like, you know, 50 ish minutes and we'll, you know, we're, this is our final farewell. This is what we said on Instagram. Just reading the caption, I'm paraphrasing the Instagram caption. If you haven't already gone to wadpod.com backslash Instagram. So this, what I'm recording right now, what you're hearing, what you're listening to and watching and sharing and liking with your friends uh, via all the social media apps and links that you found online that I've posted um, will be our farewell slash we're going to look back at some things, you know, later in the episode. And so like this episode 85 is our last episode. Thanks to the comments of Corbin. Um, you know, what an amazing journey it's been. I thought we could do 15 more. I thought I could somehow get to 15 more and break that hundred seal. But unfortunately Corbin's comment came like 16 weeks too early. So we're, we're rolling with it now. This is episode 85 and this will probably be it. And so we honestly, man, I'm getting choked up. I just, I, I just need a second. What an amazing journey, you know, I mean, that it's been, we can't, and, but I mean, honestly, we can't thank Corbin enough. We can't thank him enough for making us realize like our true potential in the form of like, maybe we shouldn't be podcasting, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, but, um, so from now on, um, we are going to only exclusively, we're going to change the name of the title, name of the channel, name of the pot, name of everything. We're going to ex be exclusively reviewing uh, Andrew Tate's online classes, the courses you can take when you sign up for his whatever jujitsu online drop shipping classes or whatever. I don't know. Whatever those are, we'll take each one and then we're going to do a, a review every time. So every episode will be a review of Andrew Tate's uh, online courses instead of what we're doing now because of Corbin. So here's the comment Corbin left us uh, on YouTube. You can go read it for yourselves if you'd like, but this is word for word what Corbin said. And I mean, waking up to this last week was just, I mean, it's, it's, there's no better way to start your morning. Like you think, listen, Hey, not knocking you guys because I'm probably going to end up doing it too. I just have to get the stuff to do it. I'm not knocking you, but if you think, you know, even getting in like an ice tub with ice in it for like a minute and like doing the breathing thing and then getting out and doing push-ups and then walking in the grass in your bare feet and staring at the sun for 20 minutes is a way to live life and wake up. Try waking up to this instead here. 
I'll say, go find this comment and instead of doing the ice bath thing tomorrow, read this instead and see how much better your day is. Ready? Corbin said, and he's, I guess he's commented before my, my brain just blocked it out. I forgot. I must have, the way he starts makes it seem like, here we go. I can see you have not implemented any of my advice. Here's some more. Off to a great start already. We're starting with free advice. Definitely lose the intro music. Ew. Why would you do that? Why would you kick things off by annoying the shit out of the listener? And to be honest with you, he's got a point. He's got a point. So what we did there was we went to our friends who edited the, the original intro music, okay, the one you probably heard at the beginning of this episode. We're now debuting our new intro music for a podcast that we're no longer doing. It's fine. We're Here's our new intro music. Ready? Listen to this. This is the less annoying, less ew, you know what I mean? Ew. Hey, ew. Why would you make your listeners ill is basically what he says. So instead of listening to the original intro uh, that our good friend Polly Walnuts made us, instead of having you listen to that before the beginning of every episode, this is going to be the new intro music. So basically you can expect, you know, I'll come on and be What's up, guys? My name's Levi McCurdy, and this is another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. <laughs> So that'll basically be it. Thanks to Corbin. So we're making that change. Okay. So first up, he's right. And we've already made a change. So it's no big deal. Don't worry about it. Then he continues. And bro, you gotta dial it down a bit. I mean, it's good to be confident, but... There's a limit to it. You can't just radiate this baseless confidence and think that people aren't smart enough to see what's going on. Okay, so clearly what I wasn't made aware of, not that I have to have my freelancers 1099s out by January 31st. No one told me that. That's how our country works. But... What I wasn't aware of uh, is that there's a level to confidence, right? And that the level is here and down here is like zero confidence. You're zero, you're nothing, you're in the ground, you have no money, no one likes you. You have literally two followers on Instagram and one's your mother and the other one's yourself because you made another account just to make yourself feel good that your mom wasn't the only person following you. Okay. That's down here. That's where most people are. And I'm, and then like 50, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50%, 70, 80. Then we have like a bunch of people in here who are like, you know, semi happy, but we've got some issues to work on. And then like the happy, extremely confident, extremely confident people are up here. And then boom, there's me. And so what I failed to realize is that you people and everyone watching and the internet and I'm, listen, I'm sorry. I've been, I've been trying to do it now for 85 episodes and it's, he's right. 
I've been faking it. I've been putting up this persona that just makes me seem like this, this happy go lucky guy, like a guy who would, you know, you know who I, you know who I act like? I act like one of those, like one of those street, like one of those vloggers, like a street magic kid, like someone on the street with a camera, like the kids who are filming like the prank videos. Like, you know, when you see like the guy, he comes up to you, he's like, hey, let me show you some magic. And it's like David Blaine and he does a trick and then he makes a quarter disappear and then boom he walks away and he's like super cool and like charismatic and like he just did something impossible in front of you and like he had the confidence to like come up to you and like you know he's got to be at least he definitely didn't start you know doing that at like 13 or 15 years old he had to be a little older probably right and so like he had the confidence to like come up to you and like do magic and like film it and then like do it for charities and events and on stages like that kind of guy like like a david blaine like kind of like guy who does magic and then or like i don't know like um i don't know what else like uh just like, just a really over the top, someone who has a lot of energy and is just on all the time. Man, I'm, I'm sorry. Because I, for the last 85 episodes, you've all been screaming at your phones, your laptops, whatever, however you listen to this podcast in your car, like this idiot, he's lying to us all. This isn't who he is. He's just doing this because he thinks, he, for, I don't know why he does it, but the, his baseless confidence and that, you know, he thinks I'm not smart enough to figure it out. What a loser. What a loser. You would, I'm, I'm nothing like that. When I leave, when I take these glasses off and, and walk down these stairs and go out that door, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm reading a book. I'm, I'm in a shell. I'm not talking to anybody. I don't go to the grocery store. Everything's delivered. I'm never like, like, you know what I mean? You know, when you go to like, um, I don't know, like when you go to like a wedding and you see like, you see this, you see the DJ and he's like behind the DJ booth and he's freaking pumping his fist and he's jumping and he's having just as much fucking fun as like, as the rest of the people. And like, he's having a great time and he's not just like standing there. Like, like I, like when I go to the wedding, I'm just like, I'm sitting there. I'm the guy in the corner on my phone, wishing I was anywhere else in the world, not on the dance floor, not participating, not doing any of the thing, like just to myself, not talking to anyone in the room, just by myself in the corner. But like, you know, I'm obviously watching and I like, I see that energetic DJ and I just wish I was him. I'm in the corner watching like this guy walk up to me and do street magic or like this DJ who's like super standing on the table, like pumping his fist, like doing something like insane, dude, just doing like an insane entertainment, just jumping, sweating, just music. Da, 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 da. And like everyone's having a killer time. And I am just in the corner by myself, antisocial, not like I can't listen. I can't be. But when I'm on this podcast, I'm the, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm the DJ. When I put the glasses on and I'm in front of the microphone and I'm doing this podcast, I'm that guy, you know? So Corbin gets it. And so I guess now what I finally realized is that the rest of you get it too. <clears throat> and so he says, he goes on to say, oh, here we go. You gotta offer something other than your... OMG, I'm so wacky and energetic. 
opinion on current events, which might actually work if you didn't have this arrogant attitude. Okay, so. I'm gonna keep up the wacky kooky, but I'm gonna get rid of the like, look at me, I broke it first, I'm the best, I have the best take, look at me. Got it, okay, let's move on. You have this way of expressing yourself that comes off as this been there, done that, I'm just adorable, ain't I? And nobody is going to wanna listen. It ain't cute. You need to hear this from someone Look at your views, look at your comments. It ain't working. Introspect. Uh, so here, let's back up one second. What did he say? What did he say? What did he say? Expressing yourself comes off this, been there, done that. I'm so adorable, ain't I? And nobody is going to want to listen to it. It ain't cute. You know what is cute? Tap dancing on the stage at downtown Gettysburg at like five or six years old with a top hat, a cane, a Tigger costume, a little tail, and I'm fucking on the front page of the Gettysburg newspaper that Sandy Dunkel still has in her basement, and like all eyes were on me. That shit was adorable. Shout out to Corbin Dallas, man. I hope he hit subscribe. I really do. I hope he subscribed to the channel. I hope he sees this and I hope he knows we're taking his comments to heart. So we will be ending this episode here in the next like, you know, 40-ish, 45 minutes. And the podcast will be done after that for about a week. And so, man, I mean, that's it, man. I, I love, I love the community we're building here. I love the positivity. I love the comments and everything surrounding. So if you have like advice or something nice to say, or like advice for the show or how we can improve or how we can be better, or how we can do this or that, or, or what we can do to make, you know, this podcast easier for you to listen to, um, you know, let us know in the comments because I read them all and I respond to every single one. If you've left me a comment on our YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash at what are we doing podcast or wadpod.com backslash YouTube, you know, go there, subscribe. We're almost there. I literally need, I literally need Corbin and his entire family to hit subscribe and we'll be there, dude. I, I need like 140 more subscribers and we hit our thousand goal. Now it's my understanding that YouTube doesn't give out plaques anymore for a thousand, but they freaking should. Okay. I'm just saying maybe it doesn't have to be as heavy or big or like a diamond or whatever the hell, like just, you know, give me something like a freaking give me, just give me like a paper, just give me a paper. I can get laminated, like send me a graphic that I can get printed on my own at Staples for 39 cents. I'll bring it home. I'll use my laminator. And it won't cost anybody anything. I just want a certificate for a thousand subscribers. Thank you, please. YouTube.com backslash at what are we doing podcast? Check it out. Hit the subscribe button. You know what I mean? I've now developed this twitch in my eye and I'm not sure where it came from. Okay. This is kind of an issue. It started yesterday when we were streaming, uh, twitch TV backslash wad underscore game what no 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 twitch what is it <laughs> i got a twitch in my eye speaking of no at that honestly this wasn't a bit i swear to god this wasn't a bit i have been streaming on twitch and i have now developed a twitch in my eye 
shit, I think I need to go to kick. I just said, and I just posted the clip about kick last week's episode. And now I got a Twitch in my eye, but it has nothing to do with me streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash wadpod. Check it out. Hit follow. We only need 30 more over there. Hey, I need 30 more people over there. And like we become Twitch affiliate partner, like whatever we did it in like three weeks. Easy. I think people, I literally think people stream for years on Twitch and I think I'm almost going to do it. I need like one more week. I think, honestly, I think it's that close. I'm pretty sure it's that obtainable. They're going to let me know. I don't know. I'm talking to some people. We're working on it. We've improved the stream. Like we've got new game. I got a whole freaking PC. We got to set up like that whole thing's going to just take a few hours, but we don't have time. You can't get $12,000 worth of invoices every week of this year so far without taking a little bit of time to put your hands down and work. Okay. Speaking of people who are working, the people over at Warner brothers, uh, and HBO are, uh, working up a storm in the realm of Harry Potter. Now I know we got a shahaha ton of Star Wars news today. I'm talking trailers. I'm talking Chippy's coming back for the new movie. I'm talking a series that's like Frozen meets Kill Bill. If Olaf doesn't get his head cut off in the opening scene, I don't want it, Star Wars, okay? Make a reference, make it happen, okay? Great, thanks. Uh, we got another trailer, we got another announcement. Big day for Star Wars. We're not talking about the galaxy. We're talking about right here, down, landed on Earth, Harry Potter, Warner Brothers has sold HBO a seven season Harry Potter series. Now, what they're doing is they're taking each book, starting with the Philosopher's Sorcerer's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, Prisoner of Azkaban, Goblet of Fire, Order of the Phoenix, uh, uh, Deathly Hollows, maybe something like that. And maybe one more. I forget. I'm not, you know what I mean? I don't, I can't read. So each book is a season. What we don't know is like what it's going to be like the storyline. Are we going to be following Harry, Ron, and Hermione? Are we going to be seeing what was happening outside of the movie? Here's the issue. And here's why I'm excited because I can't read. Okay, we've talked about it on this podcast at nauseum. I can't, listen, I've read one book in my life. The rest have been skimmed and kind of guessed because if you look at the cover and the title, you can kind of figure out what any children to teenage book is about, okay? Because they got to make it easy for us to understand. And if they don't, we don't buy it and it's weird and we don't understand. I can look at a cover of The Hunger Games and be like, oh, I get it. You know, I can look at a cover of a book like Junie B. Jones and know exactly what's going on. Oh, she doesn't want to put her shoes on today. You know what I mean? It makes sense. So I didn't really read as a kid. I read one book as a teenager. It's called Inside Out by Terry Truman. And I desperately want to make it into a short film. I've pitched it to some people and we might have some people on board. But if you're interested as well, let me know. Hit me up. I don't know. You know what I mean? So we want to turn that into like a short film or maybe a movie, get submitted at a few festivals. I've got some people putting a few films in a few festivals this year. Uh, so we have that kind of in, we know where to go down that route. 
So we might be dipping our toes into like the movie, small production, maybe indie kind of making area. Uh, we have some pretty good ideas. I've talked nauseam about my horror movie idea uh, and uh, based on real events with my mother. And um, also now we have like this kind of like psychological thriller inside out based on the book by Terry Truman. So that's my extent to reading. Like, you know, Miss Talby says, hey, you need to read of Mice and Men. Here's a quiz on chapter one. Uh, I don't know, A, B, C, A, B, C, A, B, C. Why did the characters do what they did at the end of chapter one? The characters did what they did at the end of chapter one because they were compelled to do so. Everything that told them not to told them that they had to. So even though it was a hard choice to make, the characters ended up making the right decision. We'll see how this decision plays out in chapter two. In chapter two of the book, we're probably going to see what the circumstances are from the decision that the characters made in chapter one. I can't wait to see how the story continues and even how the book ends. Only a few more chapters to go of Mice and Men, period. And that was my paragraph. And that was my explanation about how the characters felt and did what they did at the end of the uh, chapter. And yet I have no freaking clue what happened. At the beginning, let alone the end of the chapter. I don't know what they did. I don't know. Someone kills them, but something happened. The grapes are wrath. I don't know. The grapes got squished. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't read it, you know, because I don't know how. It doesn't come to my mind. The ADHD, it didn't happen for me. I told her that. Guess what? She showed me the movie, 100% on the test, zero on the book quizzes. It all makes sense now, but she still didn't get it because the same thing happened next semester. It's fine. It's fine. This is why I'm excited because I think this gives us the opportunity. Each season's going to be like eight, maybe 10 episodes long. Each episode's, of course, going to be like an hour, hour and a half, maybe. Okay. Uh, it's HBO. And that's a whole nother reason to be excited. Okay. If you're not already excited for the fact that it's Harry Potter book one through seven, seven seasons, like let's go. We know HBO's track record is uh, kind of, you know, like where's their misses? Maybe early, maybe like pre-COVID, but like, hey, we're, we're like, we're not talking like ACBC anymore. Like it's not like after Christ, before Christ, whatever ACBC stands for. I don't know. Like we're not talking that. We're now talking pre-COVID, post-COVID. The world's changed. Everything from 2019 and beyond it's game over for that now. Those rules don't apply. What happened, happened in the past. We're different now. We're HBO Max now, okay? We're HBO Max. And we're making knockers like Euphoria. We're making hitters like Game of Thrones. We're making hitters like The House of Dragon. We're making hitters like The Last of Us. We're making hitters like Succession, I think. Is, is that on HBO? I don't know. But HBO has hardly had a miss. There's plenty of other shows on HBO that I didn't even mention that are freaking hitters. But like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, so with this in the hands of HBO, because let's be honest, let's be honest, a Harry Potter franchise in 2023, 2024, 2025, whenever we start this season one thing, in the hands of just Warner Brothers alone, we're only getting another Fantastic Beast and where to find them 
catastrophe. Okay. The first one was kind of cool because it kind of took us back to the world. But then once we found out the story was crap, the thing was shit. We didn't really care. Like the, the characters weren't great. Like Nuke Commander, uh, Johnny Depp had to go sue his wife. Uh, Ezra Miller is I, I, out of jail, but for some reason still doing things. He, he's, I don't know, something did something weird. And so he should be in jail. Like the whole movie franchise, like they kind of, and then it just wasn't great. I didn't, no one had interest. I don't think in seeing them like the last, the last one secrets of Dumbledore, I think came out and like six people maybe went to see it. I think more people went to see Ben Shapiro's like Western movie than the last fantastic beast movie. So like put that into perspective just a little bit. Um, so I think this series in the hands of HBO is just, it's gotta be the right move. It's gotta be the right move. I mean, there's no other, like they're, they're the ones making TV right now. Netflix had stranger things two seasons ago. I don't think it finished strong. And now we've got just a library. Listen, we've got some Adam Sandler movies to keep us afloat. We are in line to watch murder mystery Two coming soon. Okay. I'm excited for that. But other than that, Netflix has some like in-house game shows like cake or not, or like, it's like shoes, like either, either you're cutting into a shoe or a cake and you have to guess whether it's a shoe or a cake, whether what you're about to consume is a shoe or a cake. And like the first episode, this man ate an entire shoe. He thought it was like, they covered the shoe in icing and then he just ate it. And, and, and he was like, yeah, it was great cake. And the producers come out and they cut the other one and it's not a shoe, it's cake. And they're like, you know, I think, I think you just ate a shoe. Like it's, it got a little weird. So Netflix is a little like not in their hands. Don't give it to them. Like let Netflix focus on, uh, you know, I don't know, a resident evil reboot or something like that. Let Netflix handle that news. So in the hands of HBO, I think Harry Potter wins. And listen, do we want the original cast back? I'm saying no. My opinion, no. You, here's why. And this is, it's it's okay, but here's why. Uh, the trio got a little weird. The trio got a little weird. Like Daniel Radcliffe, eh, uh, Rupert Grant, eh, and like Emma Watson tried the whole like, you know, Beauty and the Beast leading role thing. It wasn't for her. It didn't really work. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to get like crucified in the comments for that. But, I'm, you know, I don't know. Like where's she been? Like the circle of what? Like, you know, like none of them really went off to do anything buzzy. Like, like, let's be honest, the Harry Potter franchise, billion dollars. It's everywhere. Like you can't escape it. My son's name, my dog's name. Hello. Like it's a thing. It's a societal thing and nothing the trio has done since then, which unfortunately is probably just the curse of Hollywood at this point. But do we want them? I'm going to go with no. If we get a cameo, if Daniel Radcliffe like produces an episode, if we get like, you know, uh, someone mentions Harry's name or like an event that happened, then we can sit there and go, Oh, we know that. You know, what I want is enough conviction that I am back at Hogwarts with them. 
give me enough conviction without showing me them. Give me the same lady who played McGonagall, maybe like Felch and his cat are the same. Unfortunately, like we can't get Snape because Alan Rickman, RIP, a few other, like Hagrid, a few other great actors have passed away. Uh, But what we can do is get the ones that are still around, you know, ones who still go to Comic-Con and let's get them in the show. Convince me that that's where we're at. Convince me that that's where we're going and that Harry and Hermione and Ron are like dealing with a troll in the dungeon. And this episode that I'm watching is like another group of kids doing something else over here while they simultaneously do that. And maybe, I don't know, fill in the gaps, maybe help them out in some way. Maybe don't, maybe, I don't know, make it good. Don't disappoint. That's how you convince me I'm back in. If there's a little bit, if there's nuggets, if there's things, if there's something that draws me in, that's what we need. And I mean, I think, um, I think, I think HBO would just be there to knock it out of the park. Everyone knows on this podcast, based on very, 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 very long ago, last year, the year before episodes, uh, we love ourselves a good Joe Exotic Tiger King, okay? And listen, last week's episode, we read his entire presidential running 2024 campaign announcement. It's golden. Go listen. Like one of the lines is literally just put aside the fact that I'm gay, that I've done drugs in the past, and that I've had two girl boyfriends and girlfriends and six tigers in a relationship at the same time. The past is the past. Let's put it all behind us. Is literally a sentence directly from last week's episode. So please check that out. So Paul, uh, Paulie Walnuts, he was on vacation just this last week. And if you remember from, uh, I think, an episode last year, uh, there was Megs and I, uh, upon us getting uh, engaged and a few things, we went to uh, we went to Myrtle Beach and just for the LOLs, for our friends Paul and Brittany, we went to the Nathan's Hot Dog Restaurant. Now, we almost got uh, six different venereal diseases. Thank God we're vaccinated for those. We did contract COVID from said Nathan's Hot Dog location. It's fine now. It was probably a little, it's going to be a little over a year coming up soon. So it's probably been well boiled into the hot dogs at this point. We almost uh, got stabbed by the Russian lady behind the counter. And uh, if that wasn't going to happen, the scaffolding and the rest back half of the restaurant would have literally collapsed on us because it was under construction. There was wood and nails and screws, everything, tarps, trash bags, everywhere. Uh, So it was a great experience. Definitely five out of five stars. So because we did that for our friends, Paul and Brittany, it was disgusting. I literally, once I left the establishment, threw it up. Uh, So we did that for them. So to, uh, as a favor, as payback, as payback, Paul and Brittany recently went to uh, a place in North Carolina. They got a house with their families, brothers, niece, nephews, sisters, because everyone was there, a little family vacay here in uh, March, early little spring break, April time, okay? And while they were there, driving around, going to this restaurant, going here for brunch, going there, little this, little that, little shopping, you know, they got to drive around. 
And as they're driving, they pass uh, what looks to be a closed for the season, uh, what's on the sign says zoo. And this is none other than the Tremengbo Animal Park. It's not a zoo, it's an animal park. Get it right. If you haven't watched The Tiger King on Netflix, know the difference between a zoo and an animal park, okay? And this animal park is something to squawk about, according to their website. Uh, so they're driving past it every day. They're going this way. They're going that. They see it. And all the signs on the front say, closed for the season. Well, then the weekend hits, and they're going out for lunch on a Saturday. And what do you know? The sign changes, and it says, now open. Something to squawk about. The animal park is open. So naturally, before it gets too busy, because listen, a roadside zoo in, where is it? Wilmington, North Carolina. A roadside zoo in Wilmington, North Carolina probably has about as much success as someone being, I don't know, chief of police in, uh, in Chadbourne, North Carolina. So you know what I mean? Like if you want the job, it's yours, just take it. But listen, I don't think there were lines wrapped around the highway to get into the roadside Wilmington Animal Park, okay? Uh, the building itself is, I think, it looks like a, a glorified, um, well, it's in a field, and it's, just, it's, it's what you would imagine. It's just a big wall that kind of uh, looks like a building, but then it's not because it's all outside. So Paul and Brittany decided in order to give me enough content for this week's podcast, they took time, about 26 minutes, out of their vacation to go to this animal park and experience it just for us because I, unfortunately, in the near future, uh, won't uh, have the opportunity to unfortunately go to the uh, animal park. So Brittany and Paul arrive at the zoo. First of all, parking, $3, okay? They gotta pay $3 to literally get off the exit ramp on the highway. <laughs> it's a little sketchy, but they paid it, it's fine. I, I've reimbursed them everything they paid from this, just so you know. First of all, parking, $3. They get in there, it's them, it's Paul, Brittany, his brother, his mom, and I think one or two other people. So they've got like six or seven people, a solid size for a little zoo visit, okay? And you're thinking it's a roadside zoo. It can't be more, maybe 10, maybe $15 a ticket, out of those seven people, they didn't they didn't tell me how much the tickets were. Hold on. Out of those seven people, the tickets were $23 a piece for parking and everyone to get in. Polly Walnuts dropped $175 at the Trengrembo Animal Park. Okay? And so there's signs going in, first of all, and when you walk in, when you walk in, the opening is a big, horrendous paper mache lion. 
Um, they claim to have over a hundred animals. Here's some pictures we have. Uh, there's some pictures on the screen of some of those animals. Listen, Brittany almost lost a toe to one of these turtles. All right. Listen, th these turtles were just out and about. They don't have them in cages. We're going to get to the complaints and the safety in a minute. But like they're walking around and boom, here comes a snapping turtle. Snip, snip, snap. Almost got Brittany's left third toe. Okay. It's not safe there. If you're going, wear closed toed shoes. Uh, here's a picture of the, the spider that they saw. Here's a picture of the snake they saw. Here's a picture of a duck. Here's a picture of, um, oh, here's one, two. How many do we have? One, two, I think three. Here's a few photos of the frogs that live at the animal park. There's some frogs there they saw. Here's a little lizard that they saw running around. So as you can see, there's plenty of animals at the animal park. Okay. And so now, uh, then they, they sent me this picture of the navigation. Here's the navigation of the park. If you go this way, there's a tiger. If you go this way, there's a llama. If you go this way, there's a goat. And it's not, I read the sign. It's not goats this way, tigers this way, llamas this way. There's not plural. They're not plural on the sign. It's just one tiger, one llama, one rabbit, one thing this way, and one animal this way. We can't afford multiples, and if they're in the same cage, they're going to fight each other, and then it's not good for the environment, and they'll shut us down again. So we have to do one animal per cage is what the tour guide told them. So they're walking around, and they see they've got, like, this sad, lonely tiger. Some of the people in the group started to cry because of how sad the tiger was. You can see the sadness in the tiger's eye. They walk by the parrot. The parrot. <laughs> the parrot. The parrot was just cussing profanities. I've, I think I have the video. The parrot was just cussing at them the whole time. As they walk by the parrot, it go, rah, fuck you, fuck you. Like the parrot's just saying, the, just dropping F-bomb. There's a little boy, Paul's nephew's there. He's like, you know, I don't know, 10, 12 years old, cussing in front of the boy, the parrot. So we did a little bit more research when they got home from this park that has nothing but frogs and uh, there's some goats and there's like a tiger and a few birds. And so we did a little more research and after Googling their name, <laughs> after Googling their name, the third item down, the third link down on Google from, you know, I'm, I'm assuming AP News is a reputable source. I'm, I'm going to assume they didn't just make all this up like some people, you know what I mean? North Carolina roadside zoo cited by federal officials again. So the zoo, first of all, let's get some info up about the zoo. The zoo, uh, the Tramago Animal Park is a zoo in Wilmington, North Carolina, founded, uh, founded as a totem, to, totem in zoo. I don't know what that means. Totem in zoo in 1952 by George and June Tregumbo, featuring animals, a collection of odysseys. The park was renamed the Tregumbo Animal Park in 2004. Okay, so since 2004, the feds have not only been up in their assholes one time, but they've gotten yet a second citation from the federal government. Listen, if the federal government sends you a second notice, 
maybe it's time to not do what you're doing. You know what I mean? If you get involved with the feds for a second time and it's not like, you know, they're paying you millions of dollars to do a contracted job and it's like a good thing and it's easy or whatever. Like if you do that, fine. Like give, give your time and soul away to the devil and make all the money you can. But like if the feds come knocking on your door for some violations for a second time, <laughs> maybe you should stop. A roadside zoo in North Carolina has been cited for a second time this year. Oh, freak. When was this written? 2021. It's now 2023. They must have learned their lesson. They got burned twice in 2021, and I guess it's been business as usual ever since. Who knows? Based on some of the pictures that Paul and Brittany sent me, I'm not too sure they shouldn't be cited for a third time. The citation issued by the U.S. Department of Agricultural, Agric Agricultural, like, and see, I can't read now. Even now I can't read. I have a freaking podcast where I'm required to read shit and I still can't read. The citation issued by the U.S. Department of Agriculture stems from the citation on October 4th, these people reported. Specifically, the citation mentions a tiger with a one-inch open wound on his ear and a camel with a closed eye. Ladies and gentlemen, when, when my friends were there, they did not report any injuries on the animals. So maybe, just maybe, this roadside animal park got their crap together and like kind of maybe knows what they're doing now. But damn, dude. So homeboy tiger had a one-inch open wound on his ear and a camel with a busted eye. They didn't see any camels when they were there. They must have just... He must have shot the camel. <clears throat> According to a newly released report, the animal park failed to refer health problems with the tiger named Sasha and the camel to a veteran. Nothing that regular communication with a vet and daily observation of the animals are needed in minimizing pain. Uh, Tregembo also received, I can't, I don't even know how to pronounce their last name. They all, the animal park also received a citation after an inspector observed that, uh, several cat exhibiting several cats exhibiting distress over the number of flies in the enclosure and around the animal's body repeatedly flicking his or hers ears and biting at the insects. So living habits, not so gray. Following an inspection in February, uh, the animal park was cited for failing to call a veteran about the pig. Oh, now a pig's in trouble. About a pig who uh, was lame, lame in its rear legs, even though staff knew of her condition. Okay, so she had a rear leg issue and the staff did nothing about it. Wow. So not only, well, listen, what they should have done is they should have put down the pig, fed it to the tiger, so then it was fine. And then the camel, I mean, it's, listen, half the camels out there only, only have one hump, let alone one eye. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's, it's, uh, clearly they've got their stuff together. I think this might've just been a hit piece. I don't think we should blame the animal park for any of it. So shout out to Paul. Polly Walnuts and his wife 
and uh, his brother and his friends and his nephew for risking their lives on vacation. Brittany almost lost a toe. And I mean, who knows? Like the tiger could have gotten out and eaten the kit, you know, like who knows what would have happened? Like, you know, but it's fine. We almost lost our lives at Nathan's hot dog shop for them in South Carolina. So it was only right that they went to the jank. Carol Baskin would go nowhere near this Tiger King roadside zoo. Some of the people, Paul said he didn't watch. Paul, this is one of Paul's faults in life. He hasn't actually watched the Tiger King series the whole way through. We've watched it twice. Uh, it is one, it's fine. We're working on it with him. He's going to therapy. Uh, so his issue is he doesn't know half the people in the show. So like, I think some of the people that probably work at that roadside zoo probably were on the tiger King show. You know what I mean? So it's like they're it's weird and they should probably, but we thank them for going and risking their lives for us. And for the sake of the bit, this podcast, what we do here at the wad pod studios we can't thank him enough and trust me we sent him like i don't know i think we sent him like a 250 dollars gift card to our online merch store to cover the cost of uh the uh the zoo experience and his time so his family will be uh plenty dressed with what are we doing uh shirts that he bought at shop dot shop dot shop whatever our url is yeah, whatever our URL is, wadpod.com backslash links. Breaking news. Kim Kardashian's TikTok just got banned. Kim Kardashian and Northwest TikTok. Oh, they it's a joint thing. So the kid, they banned the kid too. You know, when you go after the kids, it gets a little hairy. Like what did the kid do? You know what I mean? She's little. She doesn't know any better. She's on TikTok. She's got the prime bottle. It's free promo. The kids love it. He didn't pay for any of it. Gave Prime a few million buys. You know what I mean? Why not? It's fine. Kim Kardashian Northwest TikTok account banned after garnering over 15 million followers on the app. What could they have done so horrendous that the TikTok community, is this part of the government? Was that their deal? That was their deal, wasn't it? The government said, if you're not going to ban it in the United States, the least you could do is ban Kim Kardashian and her daughter. Is that what it is? Is that what they said? They compromised in court today. Is that what happened? Like Donald Trump got all the cases thrown out because we're focused on him being in, in court now and not the TikTok thing. Like that's not even a thing anymore. It's, is it getting banned? Who knows? I haven't heard about it since the Trump thing. So who knows what's going on? And so, um, but moral of the story is, oh, poof, it's back. It was just a mistake. Uh, it's back now. It's live. Fear not. If you were worried for the last 45 seconds, the Kardashian TikTok account is back. All 15 million followers are back, baby. It was just a mistake. Rumors circulating are saying that, uh, yay, went on and like disliked and reported a bunch of their videos. So of course the internal systems of TikTok automatically banned the account. Once they realized it was Kim Kardashian, she's back. So listen, uh, here's some news that'll save your life, dude. You ready for this? The U S federal reserve, AKA the U S government, the feds are releasing their very own, uh, cash app RIP to the CEO, by the way, gruesome, gruesome, Gruesome story. The CEO of Cash App stabbed multiple times 
dead, gone, rest in peace. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm assuming the assailant thought that like you would just have cash on you. I don't know. It's, it's a shame. And these are the times we're living in to where like the CEO of a very successful company is just stabbed, uh, in the streets, I guess I'm assuming Los Angeles. I didn't read much on the story. Uh, but man, oh man, we heard the news and it's, it's kind of terrible. So the feds are now launching their own cash app, Zelle Venmo app called fed. Now it's coming here in a few months in July. Fed now is going to drop, uh, and the new app will allow businesses and individuals who participate, uh, in the banks, like it'll be like a Zelle thing. So like, you know, like if your bank has Zelle, Hey, member first members first, we're talking to you, central Pennsylvania. Uh, if your bank has Zelle, your bank will also have the option and it'll probably be a federal law that they have to adopt fed now for you to send your money to your friends for, you know, things that are perfectly legal. And so, um, yeah, it'll allow businesses and consumers and participating banks to send and receive money 24 seven. If you're sleeping, doesn't matter if it's 2 AM, send the money, send the money because, and listen, listen, I know what you're all thinking. Okay. We've done our research. We reached out and the federal government has guaranteed us. Okay. They gave us their word. They gave us their word. They're not lying. They wouldn't lie to the citizens of the United States. There's no way the feds would lie. We reached out and I quote, they said, we will not look at your transactions on this app and potentially use them against you when you don't pay that money on your taxes. They said it. Okay. The feds said it. They gave us clarification. Biden said it. He read the teleprompter. He went and got some ice cream. And then the other lady came out with the floofy curly hair that replaced Jen Psaki. I don't know that. I don't know her new name. I don't know the new lady's name. I'm sorry, but I know she's got beautiful hair. And so she came out and said, yes, we're launching fed now. And no, we're not going to look at it and put it on your taxes and be like, Hey, what's your fed now ID on all tax forms. And we're not going to definitely not look and try to tax you on the money that you're sending to people for the services that you don't really want to want them to tax you on. Like, listen, I swear to God, like, could you imagine for a minute, could you imagine for a minute you show up to your dudes, you show up to your man's house and it's like, Hey bro, like, let me get my usual. Let me get whatever. Let me get this. Let me get that. And then he's like, yeah, sure. What's your fed now handle? Let me pay you with fed now coin. Hey, let me send you some money on fed now. Like, and your, your friends just like, get the fuck out. Like, what are we talking about? Who in their right mind is going to send money with fed now who in their right mind, maybe listen, Hey, maybe like federally insured businesses are going to have to use it. Maybe like federal associated businesses are going to use it. But at least in my line of work, if any of my customers or any of my clients or anyone who wants to hire me comes to me and says, Hey, let me send you some money on fed. Now I'm snitching. Hey, I know what you did last summer. Who are you trying to snitch on before me? Like, bitch, I'm on the phone right now snitching on you. You trying to get me with fed now? You're trying to get me on taxes with fed now? 
Like, it's bad enough they threatened to be all up in our assholes this year for taxes with Cash App and all that other stuff. That didn't happen, by the way. Thank goodness they paused that, probably for their rollout of Fed now. But like, dude, hey, who's using Fed now? If anyone in their right mind wants to send me money on Fed now, let's have a conversation first in person. Let's figure out, A, why we need to use this. B, where's your checkbook? C, go to the ATM, get cash out. D, send me Bitcoin. B, send me Dogecoin. C, cash app. D, Venmo. F, uh, I don't know my alphabet, uh, Zelle payment. D, direct wire transfer. The last one, anything else, a gold bar, the watch on your wrist before we use the app called FedNow, okay? If anyone's trying to send me money on FedNow, I'm snitching. I'm lying to the cops. I'm calling them immediately and being like, yo, Brian's on some sketchy shit. Brian's not acting normal. I think someone needs to go check on Brian. It's a wellness check. Go check on Brian because he's talking crazy. I think he's talking crazy again. He's probably off his meds talking about something like FedNow, for all of our future payments. Um, you know what? You know what? Let's switch it up. Let's actually, I changed my mind. I think I'm going to use it. I changed my mind. Why don't we start using fed now for everything? If everyone just uses fed now, they'll have enough money from our taxes to give us universal health care. If the government knows where all the taxable money is, AKA let's put it all in the fed. Now they'll have enough money reserved after we're done paying for like the proxy wars and the things and the costs and the, this and the debt and other countries and this country over here and the oil over here. And like, we're depleting the U S dollar and all of our banks are crashing and like foreigners are buying our oil at dollars a barrel. And like the banks are being sold for a dollar and like literally Americans withdrew Americans withdrew like billion dollars from the banks last week because you know, they're collapsing, but like, we're not talking about it because Donald Trump's being indicted and he's in New York city for literally five minutes. Why did the man need to fly? Listen, he has to have secret service agents with him 24 seven. That's our tax dollars at work. So you're telling me he had to fly to New York, land, get in a car, drive to the courthouse, sign a paper, say I didn't do it, plead not guilty, get 134 charges and 126 years in prison that he'll never freaking see, dude. This only helps him only to get on a plane to go back home to Florida that same day. Why did we need to make it a spectacle? Why couldn't he just like docu-sign the thing? We could have got a Zoom call link sent. We could have done everything from Mar-a-Lago. Like what? There's no... I get it. It's a New York crime. He's a resident of New York, the Trump Tower. He did the New York. That's how the law works. Levi, you're an idiot. I know why he had to do it, but all I'm saying is, hey, change it. Like, he shouldn't have had to. It doesn't make sense. What are we doing? Okay. Ah, uh, man. So, um, boy, oh, boy, it's Mario week, dude. I mean, the movie looks amazing. The movie. The reviews are in, like all of my friends have seen it. Um, all of my friends have watched it. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy pants. And there's 
I mean, it, I've heard so many good things. Rotten Tomatoes, I think the user score has it at like 98%. Uh, so who knew Mario movie in 2023? Was it overdue? Maybe. Was it the perfect time? Yeah. Perfect hookup with Illumination. Love the animation style. Love everything I'm seeing so far. I can't wait to see it. What we're doing is Megs and I are probably going to go see it privately, individually, like with ourselves while uh, the boy is in school, just so we can watch it, enjoy it, have a little mommy, daddy date in the middle of the day, a little morning, maybe get some breakfast, maybe get a little omelet, maybe get a little, 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 little bacon, a little Swiss, little, little broccoli in there, maybe something, little, little cheesy, little omelet with some home fries. Okay. Megs will get some spaghetti because that's what she does when we go get breakfast at like 9, 10 a.m. Megs is eating spaghetti at the diner 24 7. And so then maybe we'll go see the movie. We definitely got to go to an AMC theater and we're definitely going to get the popcorn bucket. You know what I mean? That's the box to keep, to have. I'll have it here eventually. And so we're definitely going to go see it. And then the other cool thing is we've got uh, this really dope hookup. Uh, my son's uh, school and organization we work with, they're partnering with a local movie theater to do a sensory day. So kids, you know, with like autism or other neuro, um, neuro issues uh, can go and the lights will be on, the volume will be down a little bit. Uh, you know, they can get up, they can move around if they need to. Ideally, we want the kids to obviously sit there and we'll all enjoy the movie together. But if they need to like run around or like spaz out for a minute, because that's just, you know, what our son does, uh, they can. So we're probably going to take Ollie to like a special screening of the Mario movie. I think that's next week and it's going to be a blast, man. We're going to, we should, it should be fun. Uh, for him and like the whole family and like his teachers and friends will be there. So hopefully uh, it'll be a good time for, for everybody, but uh, nothing but good things out the gate. I think it made what 34 million first day. And I think it's set to do a hundred million over the weekend. I mean, I think everyone's seeing this movie. Uh, Carlos has seen it. His reviews are in. He loves it better. I think he said better than Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Uh, so I think I think the Mario movie's a smash, dude. And so in honor of that, all this week on Twitch, we've been streaming twitch.tv backslash wadpod. Uh, follow us there. We only need 30 more. We've been streaming Mario 64. And so if you've seen it, you know, that's great. Thank you for watching. Shout out to the notification squad. People I send the go live notification to who come through just about every day in the chat, making the stream what it is. <clears throat> So shout out to you guys. Uh, but dude, so we're playing Super Mario 64. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. From if, when I post it on YouTube, you can watch it, it's fine. Or just go to the Twitch channel, it might still be there. But from Monday stream, and like what we did on Monday to Thursday, like day and night. Like first of all, got a different controller, way better. Got a new route, way better. Getting more stars quicker, way better knowing my route and like sticking to it way better. Like we're doing kind of good. So I think we're going to stick with doing that, uh, for, you know, the foreseeable future and it should be fun, dude. And that's all it is. We're just having fun. Just like this podcast. Uh, one, one, <clears throat> one last thing here. One last thing here. And then we got to go.
Um, why is Lizzo on the Mandalorian? Okay. Jack Black, you would have told me Jack Black's on the Mandalorian, Star Wars Universe, fine. Love it. Jack Black, that makes sense. He's nerdy. He looks like somebody who would be in the Star Wars universe. They could make him look like he was from the universe. Like, Jack Black makes sense. Hey, what are we doing putting Lizzo on the Mandalorian? I'm disappointed in you, Commissioner. You served my family well. But Captain Bombardier is the love of my life. And I know his heart is true. Sure, he's made some mistakes in the past, but who here among us has not? Is there no room for a little bit of forgiveness in a galaxy so vast? It doesn't work. The scene's terrible. I hate it. It looks like a Doritos commercial. It looks like a Dur it looks like they should have put this as the Doritos commercial for the Super Bowl. That's what it should have been. This scene should have been the Super Bowl Doritos commercial. And it's like what are we talking about? You know what I mean? It's crazy. What's Lizzo doing on the Mandalorian? I don't listen. I get it. She makes good music. I play her music. I appreciate her as a woman. It's fine. I get it. But like, I just, I don't, I don't think like she's I, I, like she, some of the moves, like it's good. Like the whole flute thing in the library of Congress. Great. Like play the flute, like take it on stage and play it, play in the library, put it on Instagram, do whatever you do. Do that, stick to that. But like Star Wars, hear me out. The last person that should probably make a cameo in the Mandalorian season three, a season that I heard mm, isn't like the greatest, like we're not really, it's just kind of like a thing now. Like mm, we're not really about it anymore. Star Wars fans, are we? Maybe, I don't know. Uh, why is Lizzo there? Hey, did we ask for Lizzo? Did we want Lizzo in Star Wars? Is that fan service? Did you want her? Is there a Twitter thread I don't know about? Is Lizzo a Star Wars fan? I don't know, dude. Clearly she is. I mean, she would have to be, unless the bag was just unconsiderably deniable. Like, I mean, how much How much money do you think Jack Black and Lizzo made? Six figures for five minutes, you think? Like they say, hey, Lizzo, here's 250. Here's 250. You think Lizzo got 250 and Jack Black got like 125? I would bet if I had to bet, I would say Lizzo 100% got paid more than Jack Black for that cameo appearance. I don't know. I'm just saying. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. My name is Levi McCurdy. And if you enjoyed this episode, please, if you haven't done so already, because I know 50% of you watching haven't hit that red subscribe button or this little ninja that's been jumping across the screen is going to come karate chop you right in the neck. You never know when he's going to show up. Could be at work, could be at your house, could be in your car, could be on a walk, could be in the hospital, could be anywhere. Wherever you are, the ninja might show up and chop you in the neck. If you don't, hit the subscribe button, the bell beside it, and the like button below that. As long as you hit one of those, you're in the clear. The ninja will not come for you. Uh, so thank you guys for watching, man. We've got some wild things coming. I desperately want Uncle Laser on this podcast. We've got a campaign going now. We've tagged him. We've shared it. He knows we're there. It was late at night. We're going to do it early in the morning next time. We're going to send out another video. We're going to make this video. We're going to get Uncle Laser on this podcast. I know he's busy doing a tour thing, but listen, Uncle Laser, 
We're going to make it happen. We need Uncle Laser on the podcast, okay? Rumors are circulating in the Twitter sphere, and I don't want to believe that they're real, but rumors in the Twitter sphere uh, are that uh, he uh, he kissed my mom. He bl- went up to Sandy at a Colt Wilbert concert. I'm pretty sure it was at the casino in, I'm not going to say where, but at the concert at the casino, I'm pretty sure he kissed Sandy Dunkel on the mouth uh, while John Dunkel was, while John was up at the bar. Uh, so we have a lot to talk about, man. And I uh, want to talk about him. I want to talk about his hair. I want to talk about him kissing my mom. Uncle Laser needs to be on this podcast. Everything you need to follow and subscribe and contact us, uh, Uncle Laser, is at wadpod.com backslash links, W-A-W-D-P-O-D.com backslash L-I-N-K-S. If you have trouble spelling, it seems like you might. So, Mr. Laser, it's W-A-W-D-P-O-D.com, C-O-M, backslash that's the one that looks like this and it's uh links l-i-n-k-s so uh you can contact us there find all of our social media accounts watch us follow us uh give us a shout out on instagram uh facebook youtube twitch.tv we're everywhere baby we're everywhere monday through thursday uh four to five thirty four to five thirty monday through thursday on twitch uh you can catch us playing some some silly games like mario and pokemon or something working out bits, talking, BSing in the chat with our friends and just uh, getting stuff ready for this podcast every single Friday. Check back next week. It's episode 85 of next week's 86. If you did the math correctly next week, we'll see you guys later. Peace out, everybody. My name is Levi McCurdy. This is another episode of the What Are We Doing Podcast.